Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Atomic Snobs are back after a mind-blowing huge weekend from watching Spider-Man No Way Home. I am here with my man Andrew, my man Spawn, but before I get to them, just want to get into a couple things. Guys, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go follow us, give us five stars, leave us a review. That's how this podcast will get noticed more and more if we get people to leave reviews in five stars. Tell your mother, tell your father, tell your dog, tell your cat, tell your babysitter, tell your goddamn boss. I don't care who you tell. Tell whoever it is. And also, as we said last on last week's episode, we have dropped some merch. We have comic book, comic snob shirts, comic snob mugs. My, my comic snob shirt just came in today. Looks great. Fits great. Got it nice and red. I'm going to get a couple other ones. So go to our Instagram, Comic Snobs, and the link is right there to get it. But boys, we have to get right into this. Spider-Man No Way Home. Event of the year. And dropped this past weekend, literally right before the new year, and they gave us a treat. Spider-Man No Way Home taking the third biggest box offing opening ever. During covid during still COVID year, which I wonder if it would have did better than maybe Endgame if it wasn't. But regardless of the fact that this movie put butts into seats and there's so much we have to get into. A lot happened in this movie. So, Andrew, I'm going to start with you. What were your expectations going into this movie and overall thoughts? But wait, hold on. My fault cut you off. Guys, this is a spoiler warning right now that's right you've got your warning out the way so don't don't press this on it so i'm I'm gonna play a horn after the horn we are going to dive right into this right into this movie so Uh, we're getting up in its guts that was your sign ladies and gentlemen that was your sign andrew expectations going to this movie and your overall thoughts let's go oh man talking about this movie really gets me giddy man but um going into the movie i'm not gonna lie to you i i was like i saw it later than uh you i know you saw it opening night i think spawn saw it like an hour i think he was like a like couple hours before me but i went in just you know you knew the rumors i just wanted to you know i had this thought in my head like i hope they're true i hope i see what i see i didn't spoil myself at all so i went in with like a I, well, I, I kind of saw one spoiler because of Spawn. <laughs> and then, but other than that, I was just hoping to see what I saw. And I'm, obviously you gave the spoiler warning and that was Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. You know, that's the biggest thing about this movie that, that we're going to dive right into. But that's, I went into that movie just thinking like, I really hope they're in it. I hope, when are, when are they going to be in it? When am I going to see them? Where am I going to see them? And after the movie, man, I was just so blown away. To be honest, I love this movie from start to finish. Like literally from the moment that you hear the opening Marvel logo pop up and you start hearing the um, the voiceover from what happened in Far From Home at the end. From from that moment all the way up to the very end of the movie, I, I was hooked in. They had me. I, I just love that movie so much. That, that's my overall thoughts. Like I have so much more to say, but. <laughs> Spawn. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like out of the three of us, I don't want to say I'm the most rational, but I feel like you guys are, are still in that that honeymoon phase where it's like you're 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 loving it and everything is all good and, and fancy with it and whatnot. I still like the movie. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I, I feel like it, uh, I scaled down 
about where I'd say, like, I would feel like you guys are, are going, I'd say it's fair to say you guys are about like a nine with, with this movie and how much you love it. And I'm of the 7.58, but I feel like in a context for me, I, I feel like the MCU was really lacking this year. So it was so refreshing, regardless of how my overall feelings is of this movie to, to be mostly, it, it was so refreshing to see a movie that was actually good for the most part, regardless. Cause I went into this totally spoiler out. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I, I feel like I would be lying to the audience if I pretended I didn't see any of the spoilers. I saw scenes just leaking out of the movie's asshole by the previous <laughs> Monday. So I, I was already all giddied up. Uh, I was full of anticipation. I was just ready to see this movie. So I knew most of go, it going in. And man, it didn't disappoint. That This is one of those movies where even knowing the spoilers to it, didn't affect my viewing at all it's like every part or it, it, it was on the screen i fucking loved it and yes it was all because of andrew garfield and toby Maguire. you know them coming back really cemented the movie so yeah that, that would be my overall feelings uh I, I i was kind of excited for it but it was mostly because of them but then i saw it and i was like this was actually a really decent movie outside of a couple of hiccups in my opinion so yeah i uh, i enjoyed it myself <clears throat> oh, I smoked something. What is the matter with you? <laughs> we always have to have, you know, always having, you know, Mister Negative. It's not even pessimistic. I gave it a seven point five out of eight. I didn't say it was shit. Listen, I'm just saying. I would give Shang Chi like a seven point five or seven. <laughs> oh yeah, you play that. Play your own audio on you. Listen, this movie was flat out awesome. Yeah, you're goddamn right. I'm still riding this high, and I can't wait to go see this movie again. That's how yeah. awesome this movie was. But again, I know you're not the biggest MCU Spider-Man fan, so I get it, which is perfectly fine. And hey, that's why I respect you. You don't change. You don't change your opinion for anyone. You come with the hot takes, and that's why you're on this show. But you know what though? I you know what though? I just want to correct you on one thing, and and I feel like this is a lot of my score. I felt like the way they set this up. With the ending, I feel like this this Spider-Man is going into a character I can more get behind. I feel like they fixed a lot of their mistakes that people like me were unhappy about with the character. So I want to say that that for anyone like me, because I consider myself the leader of the anti-Holland movement, I, I really feel like I was one of the people who called him out first from Homecoming and even around like Civil War. Felt like some things were off about his character here and there. But I feel like this movie in particular has really kind of well, literally reset everything with them to where we can see a Spider-Man that I think is universal, universally loved by everybody. You know, people, fans, people aren't Spider-Man fans. I just feel like he he was set up really good for future, for the future. Yeah, I mean, I I saw a tweet that said, somebody said, when you notice that the first three Spider-Man movies and everything that he's done so far was like the origin story to Tom Holland Spider-Man becoming the Spider-Man that everyone wanted and you can actually thank tom uh uh toby mcguire and andrew garfield for that because i feel like they're them being in the movie and them showing him their side of being spider-man and what they went through and the lessons they learned and even them physically teaching him lessons in the movie because you know we'll get into that later if we'll get let get into that part later but um really, I think, inspired him to be the Spider-Man that he's going to be that we see at the very end of the movie. So, yeah, I agree. So, um, yeah, no, I, I know I know you felt like those Spider, like the, all the Spider-Mans, you know, 
like the way the Spider-Man we're going to eventually get, which we got at the end of the movie, is going to lead. But the way it ended, I think the story from the the first from Homecoming, even Civil War till now, was storytelling one on one in my eyes because mm-hmm. you have this kid that's sixteen in the movie, whatever he is, wanting to be this Avenger. You know, he's a superhero for six months. He he, he don't care about anything else but be, being an Avenger. That's the cool thing to do. You know, and then we get to Far From Home, which he loses the mentor he had in Tony Stark. You know, he trusts this guy who comes out of nowhere in Mysterio. And every time he was just learning more and lessons. And this one, again, when Toby and Andrew come back, they're Peter Parker versions, shows him the lessons that, hey, being Spider-Man comes with grief. It comes with all the hardship. It comes with pain. And you have to deal with that. Like all the anger in you, you're going to have that. But you have to just learn how to live with it because you are Spider-Man and you have to protect everything. And eventually, which we'll get into more into the movie, he got that once he lost once he lost Aunt May. He he got that. He had no one. No else. spoilers. No kidding. <laughs> it, it took me twenty minutes to get that damn horn playing, but that's beside the point. But again, my expectations and overall, I know I didn't get. But we'll get more into the rest of the movie. Mine was, it it, it was just it was flawless in my eyes. Like it it made me feel good coming out that movie. It was like such a high getting out of there. And again, like Toby and Andrew, which is our next topic, seeing them was awesome. Like it was, but we, I, we knew they were in there. Like from, for so long now, we knew they were going to be in this movie. So seeing them was just like a sigh of relief that I wasn't wrong or any, anyone else wasn't wrong that they weren't in. Yes. But yes. it was the emotional scenes and the, the real emotional, impactful scenes that we got in this movie that really, truly made me love this movie for what it was. And like you said, the ending, it was like the closing book of a chapter and we're turning to, we were, it was the ending of a chapter. We're going to a new one now to Spider-Man, which I love. And which at saving that, that, that talk for what's to come for future MCU Spidey, we'll get into later, but I know we've, we all bought them up guys. We got them. We got the three of them together. We have, Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield. We had them in a Spider-Man MCU movie. The three of them teaming up to face old villains. Spawn, I'll go with you. I know you. I know you said your little thoughts, but what was your reaction when you finally saw Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire come through that portal? You know what, man? I, I did see that was one of the scenes I hadn't really saw before i had like no uh, inkling of what was going to happen so it was somewhat of a surprise to me i i did see like a um the scene before that leading up to ned with the portal and whatnot and dude if even before that scene comes on you know something is going to happen it is built up so well how they how they end up including the two spideys in that scene and when they first popped out it was almost a moment. I don't want to sound over dramatic, but it was almost like a is this really happening? I mean, it felt so like a fever dream. Like, you know, it's like one of those moments you don't believe is happening until you saw Andrew Garfield step out of that portal. I mean, I haven't thought I didn't even think the portal scene with all the heroes in Endgame gave me that sense of uh that that childhood kind of innocence. Like I felt like a little kid again when I saw, especially Toby, because I was really I was much older when Andrew came out, but man. Them coming out of that portal, so well done. Such a great scene. Yeah, I mean, oh my god, I like, 
I was just actually just talking about it with somebody and they were trying to tell me that that they didn't they felt like the it was kind of lackluster how they showed up and I was like what are you talking about it kind of brings you back to that like you said the portals and end game in a way where you know all these people came back through the portals why not do this through the portals it makes total sense especially with Ned having the the portal himself and that scene just building up to both of them coming back you just you have these two kids that are just playing with stuff they shouldn't be playing with they're just trying to get Peter back. Little did they know that there's two other Peters also in the in the same world that they're in at the moment. And that's the best way to bring them because how else, I, I was trying to think of like, how else are you gonna have them show up? And it would be like them obviously looking for Peter from that world, but um, yeah. that's that's probably yeah. the best way to do it. Yeah, I, the, the, the thing is like, I know people are like, oh, they should have came in. Like, you know, Peter Parker's fighting the fight, the, the, the three or four of them and he's getting beat up and then they come and save him. It's like, yeah, that's the easy scene. That's like the cheap pop scene, like for wrestling fans out there, that's like the cheap pop. But what I loved about it is granted Peter didn't meet them first. MJ and Ned did. And it comes right after Aunt May died. It literally right after the scene from when Aunt May Mm -hmm. died. And and then it makes sense because Peter part like, yeah, we know we know we know he lost Uncle Ben, but we never got like the full like Uncle Ben story, right? So mm-hmm. now you're getting he lost the closest person, he, the closest person to him, Aunt May, who's always been there for him, who's had his back, and now you're getting this two veteran Spider-Man's who've been through who've been through tragedy, who've yeah, lost he's at his lowest, people. exactly. And 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 what I and what I loved even more with the scene, Andrew comes back with that that sarcasticness that he still has from the Amazing Spider-Man movie, yeah. which is awesome. But the, my favorite thing about the, whole, the two of them coming back is when Toby steps through that portal, one of the first thing he says is, I've seen you guys on TV. I saw what happened. Like, we mm-hmm. need to get to him. Like, he was playing that veteran. He was playing that veteran role. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I was going to mention, too, was that the way they did it, it, it made you also get to see the connection between all three uh, Peter Parkers. Because if they would have done that scene where – they just swoop in and stuff. And then it just starts into this big fight. We would have never gotten this character development of showing Toby and Andrew teach not only each other things, but also teach Tom Holland more lessons to learn that they knew they were looking for him. They were both there. Like I'm, I'm looking for your guy, you know, like, and having them at the, that scene where they're making all the stuff to, to cure the, the villains and all that, that, that one scene where they're in the lab together really built that, and just that one scene, you felt like, man, I love these three just next to each other. They should be next to each other at all times. The dynamic between all of them, them talking about stories that they went through and things that they've gone through with each other. It just like, it, it's such a callback to so many things. And it just made you feel so like, holy crap, I can't believe this is happening right now. I w- and I, I also appreciated how, even though it's obviously that their stories continued, I, I really enjoyed that they didn't just pretend like Spider-Man 3, the main Spider-Man 2, that was the end of it. Like we can tell from the the ending of those movies, there were stories that were still happening after the ending of them. So it felt like a universe that we never got to see that we saw through what they tell Holland's Peter. Because, and I feel like this was especially apparent with Andrew Spider, who by the way, I mean, I was so fucking stoked to see Toby back, but I feel like Andrew out of all three of those, I feel like, well, because Holland had was obviously the main character, he had the strongest performance because he had the most scene. But Andrew Garfield just felt so different from his Amazing Spider-Man films. Really a shame because I felt he got a shitty raw deal with those movies that didn't really let him be the Spider-Man he should have been 
but I liked especially his character because there's this sense of of sorrow with him that he's still trying he's talking to Peter and guiding him but you can tell that he doesn't have everything together himself so he tries to hide his pain through the mask of oh I'm such a funny happy-go-lucky guy because in the scene when they first meet Holland's Peter he's already almost crying which I thought was so well done because he knows exactly what Peter's going through well Holland's Peter I should say which I just feel like their dichotomy was so well done with each other some of the best uh, relationship writing I've seen from the MCU in a while I feel like in a in one of these event films no yeah and there's also a lot of callbacks to things that people have said online for example you have Tobey Maguire Spider-Man telling Andrew Garfield Spider-Man like dude you're amazing like you know like don't listen like don't listen to the thoughts in your head you know you're you're, you're all you're all yeah. up here you need to be more like you know like be proud of yourself you're you're a, yeah you're don't a listen to the critics <laughs> yeah <laughs> like basically movie. it was like a nod to like everyone saying that uh, andrew garfield spider-man was like you know they, they had their their comments about him it was basically just like a nod to that where and they did the same thing with like toby Maguire and his back and stuff like that you know like and i felt like those little callbacks were really cool to see because you know i think um spawns mentioned it before where they did the what are those and, and black panther it was like two they they waited too long to use that that um yeah running joke it, it, where, it was dated yeah exactly where in this movie it's like they this these jokes that these things that they're making nods to are going on at this moment on twitter very like right now like even if i turn on twitter right now i'll see the same shit and um i just i loved that i loved like you said like you get an andrew garfield spider-man that he's still grieving over the whole uh, Gwen Stacy thing. And, and he also gets redemption on that too, which that scene when he yes. catches MJ, man, that scene, I watched it over and over again, even after seeing the movie. When I got home that night, I watched that scene again because that scene hit me, man. I almost cried when he's holding MJ and she's like, he's yes, like, are you okay? And, and yeah, and she's like, are you? And he's just like, he, he just has his face like, man. He's like, trying not to break down. It's, it's, yeah. it's one of the, yeah, it's an awesome scene. Yeah, I think was, that's one of the best it, acting it, in the MCU. It, really one of the best cbm moments I was acting was it, it was because he finally got like that moment to like you know what i am like i finally fulfilled i am amazing i am amazing you know what i mean like i can mm -hmm. save people like we know when gwen dies like he was just a tenth of a second late and her body fucking hits that ground that closure yeah, yeah it's like that closure like yeah I she pancakes away, like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he he was fantastic in the movie and again like spawn said you know, the Mark Webb movies, the writing in those movies were not good for him. They didn't write him well as a no. Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. uh, the only thing they really did get was give him good little quips. And I'm, I'm glad they kind of bought that and, back. Like they bought. And we were talking about this off the podcast. They also gave him a really good suit in the second film. Yeah. Yes. We, we know that suit is fantastic. It looked great. It looked great in the MCU. But um, yeah. But yeah, no, Andrew, like you said, I love like those moments. Like, it's like, yeah, man, like you were a great Spider-Man. We know you are. It's like, mm -hmm. again, because everyone sits there, you know, Andrew Garfield, this, that. Everyone has those, those debates. Who's the best Spider-Man? Who's the best Peter? You know, they always say Toby cries too much. They always call Tom Holland Iron Man boy, you know. Andrew Garfield, yeah, you got the worst goddamn movies out of that. <laughs> you didn't even get a third movie. Yeah, exactly. There's even like a subtle joke. I don't know if you guys caught it where um, when they're arguing about Peter, they're like, I was calling Peter one. And you're like, no, you said Peter two and I'm Peter one, whatever. Um, when they're doing it again and Tom Holland's just like, all right, Peter one, Peter two. And, he, and then Garfield's like, I know, Peter three, whatever. Yep, like, and then, yeah. That scene cracked me up because that's exactly what I thought. It's like, yep, yeah. you, you are like, you are like the third one, like to, exactly. uh, to a lot of people, but 
but again, like you said, them and them in the lab together, working together, and them just asking each other stories. Like, what have you been through? Like, mm-hmm. what, what goes on there? And yeah, where's your and, where's your best friend? Like, where's your best question. friend? And it's like, well, I had to kill him. Like, you know, she tried killing me, and then Ned's like looking at Tom, like, like at Peter, like <laughs> Hobgo- hobgoblin. Uh, yeah, and plus, one, plus one thing I also. Well, I'm sorry to interrupt you guys, but one thing I want to mention too is that in our last podcast, I mentioned when we spoke when we spoke about Spider-Man, I said, I hope they talk about Toby having organic webbing against the other two that don't. And they played on that so much. And I was just so happy because I was like, yeah. oh my God. When they, when Peter was like, he shoots it and then they're looking at him all weird. He's like, You guys can't do that, can you? I was just so like giddy about that because I was like, I'm so happy they're they're acknowledging it. Um, yeah, they went out of their way to make Toby like establish him as like not the alpha, but they made him um, sort of the 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 he was, quasi ringleader of them. He he was the veteran, and the one scene that I loved, which it's literally a the tenth of a second scene in the beginning when Andrew when when Amazing Spider Man Peter sees him, and then Toby Spider uh, Peter Parker sees him. They both shoot webs at each other. Andrew missed. Toby didn't. Yeah, yeah. Toby caught him, which I love that but, because again, Toby is the veteran Spider-Man of the three, which I thought but, was awesome. And, and I feel like another thing that people miss with that scene, we've seen so many instances of these heroes that as soon as they see another superhero they don't know before, their first instinct is to beat the shit out of that guy. These yeah. these Spider-Men are so pure. The the instant that they knew that they weren't a threat, they were like totally chill with each other. I, and I said that in the movie, I'm like, I or when we did the trailer review, I think we did. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really hope that they don't have a typical, you know, big budget fight because I don't really feel like Toby and Andrew would fight each other as, unless like one was mind control or something like that. So it, it would feel really cheap if they did have them have this big brawl, although it would have been cool to see maybe something where all three of them had to fight each other and mix their different well, fighting styles. They also play that spider sense is a big <clears> thing on that where you can tell if somebody is going to do some harm. And you know we can get into that when we start talking about the villains part of the of the movie. But um, I I imagine that first of all, Toby sees him in the spider suit, so it's already a given that this guy's another Spider Man. But um, yeah. it was just oh man, one one thing I also want to mention too before we go on is if you notice the one thing about Tobey Maguire's Spider Man other than the other two is that he didn't give away that he was Spider Man. He was the only one to say that I. Andrew came out and he was like, whoa, 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 I'm Peter Parker. I am Spider-Man. Toby Spider-Man didn't even say he was Spider-Man. He said, I'm Peter Parker. And then when they brought out that he was Spider-Man, he was like, well, I don't really go around telling people that it doesn't go with the whole I'm a superhero undercover thing. And I always said, oh, I'm sorry. I no, yeah, I was, was going to say, and I, I love, I love that about Toby Spider-Man is that he's still true to that. Like, like, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, I'll, I'll, if, if when it comes out, like like I want to make sure I'm safe to say that I am Spider Man. I'm not gonna go off and just be like, hey, I'm Spider Man. And I was just gonna build on to that. And I feel like besides that point, I feel another one is that he is a veteran, but Toby is is someone in his twilight years by this point because it feels like he's a character that's stepping back into the mantle after a long time. Like he feels like someone who hasn't been Spider Man, whereas Andrew and Tom are mm. still they feel like they're in their prime whereas toby is kind of enjoying the family the family guy life where he's with mary mm. jane and he's got a family i'm sure he probably has kids i don't and, know the movie and, doesn't but specify they, they even brought it up like they I, I forgot who asked him like, hey you, you get you got someone 
Yeah, yeah, you know, it's going, you know, he says, I think he says something wrong. Like, it's not. It's complicated. It's complicated. So, you know, he has, he's clearly having relationship problems with Mary Jane or whatever's going on in his universe. Well, he did. You know what, though? He did say that. But then right after he says it was rocky for a while, but then we made it work. Mm. Yeah. So exactly. So whatever that means. But, um, but, you know, and then another scene that I loved is, again, when, when they finally get to see Tom Spider-Man sitting there crying, you know, he's, he's in, you know, Aunt May just died. He's sitting at the top where his one spot is. And I love how all three of them say, yeah, I have a spot. I have a spot. You know, the mm. Chrysler building, the Empire State Building. Yeah. And, and they finally get to a spot and Toby. And like you said, I, one of you said, like, Andrew's already kind of crying. Like, Andrew's already, like, bawling. And Toby has the water in his eyes when he's talking about Uncle Ben. And and Peter go and Peter and Tom Holland's Peter's like you guys don't know what I've been through like I'm you know I'm doing this all by myself you know you don't know like uh, he's going off on them and both of them are like oh. <laughs> yeah and they're like oh yeah <laughs> you don't know like, that's life like but that's what I love like, like that emotion like that emotion in the movie and all three of them were so damn good and so convincing in this movie man they had like they had me in the palm of their hand bro I was tearing up and I'm like man like and Anderson is like nah man like I, I trust me I, I I all the rage in me like I just want to like. I feel that rage. I just want to kill someone too. I know what it is. Yeah. And Toby, yeah. and then and, and then Tom Holland. Tom brings up the with great power, great comes great response. Like, and they finish it for him. And like, wait, you know that? It's like that's from Uncle Ben. And yeah. now I love that callback because again, clearly Aunt May must have got that from Uncle Ben. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love like that callback. It's like, yo, Uncle Ben. Like you really didn't know him because he probably died when you were young, but he 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 knew what it was all about. Like he understood. So that scene on top of that bridge was uh, on top of the on top of the school building was uh, was awesome, man. The three of them absolutely knocked it out the goddamn park. And yeah, then man. the action scenes with the three of them were were, were killer. Come on now. Yeah, I was just gonna say that, man. I actually, so I said I cried in this movie. Obviously, in the obvious parts where you know Aunt May's death, um, you know, and stuff like that. But what I'm I'm a guy who starts crying when um, when the when it's like fan service to like the ultimate degree, like at the end of Endgame, when they're all like, when he says Avengers Assemble, dude, I got, I got, I started crying. I started crying in this movie when you see all three Spider-Man start running together and web, and you hear the Whoa! I was just like, my girlfriend's looking at me. I'm like, <laughs> like I want to be there, and like I was just crying, man. And then um, it was just beautiful to me when all three of them land and they're just like. And you get that shot, and then they jump and, at the the. And, and and what I loved about that scene, they all landed in like in their signature pose, like Toby landed yeah, yeah. like in that one, like in his pose, Andrew in the gargoyle pose, pose. in yeah. the gargoyle pose. Yes, exactly. That's the per it spawning tucked around my mouth, like my mouth, like exactly right in that gargoyle pose. And of course. dude, that like the three of them Love just put their together. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Excuse me, it's a PG <laughs> podcast <laughs> sometimes, but no, nah, man, just the three of them together was awesome. Uh. Man, I thought Toby was biting dust for one second. I thought I thought they they had me. Yo, I I, I gasped I, so loud. You, I was you the know one what though? In the theater. You know, I know we said we were going to hold off on the villain talk. I just want to say this, and I feel that, you know because this movie was so filled with, especially when those three Spider Men come in, everyone has their favorite scenes that they bring up. And I felt like the best scene from Toby in particular is the scene where he stops Holland from killing mm. Norman. And, yeah. and the reason why is, is something that you guys were talking about with the callback. And I, I feel that Toby especially nailed the idea that out of everything that happened to him from Spider-Man, from, the, from his trilogy on, I feel like his greatest regret was the glider killing Norman because that was the thing that onset his whole relationship with Harry Osborn deteriorating. So he saw himself in Holland's eyes 
when he was about to kill him. And he was, I feel he was even willing to let Norman kill him just as long as Holland was going to save him, which I feel that goes back to the idea that no matter what, Spider-Man is selfless. He will do whatever to even killing himself if it means saving someone else. And also to bounce off of what you're saying too, what I got also like on top of what you're saying with the whole Norman thing is that you're dealing with a, a Tom Holland's that Peter Parker and Tom Holland's is a rageful because of what, because his aunt may died because of Norman. And Peter had told him that he, because of him, he killed the guy that he thought killed uncle Ben. And this was about to happen again, where he would have killed somebody that killed aunt may and it wouldn't have made anything any better. And I think he also saw that too, that that moment where he let that guy go and he shot yeah. uncle Ben and then he like, you know, he fell out of the window and stuff like that. And yeah. um, the, you remember he, he let Sandman go. Remember he said, I forgive you. When yeah, he I found forgive out that, you. Yeah. That, the 10 spider-man 3 he forgave him but again that scene when he catches the glider is awesome but when he got stabbed i was like i literally gasped myself i was like oh shit i'm like no they're killing toby now and i was like i damn i have to come back on this podcast and hear spawn cry and bitch about it um oh no i wouldn't even (laughs) i wouldn't even done the podcast i would have been in mourning (laughs) there's no way i would appear on a podcast. i would need at least two weeks because man i was so nervous that they were going to kill him off um even with the death being Aunt May, I felt like they were going to have at least one Spider-Man doing it just for the drama of like, they're here, but one is going to be that imparting wisdom or, you know, instill their values into the next Holland so he could take that with him and always realize, you know, like, I, I died for you. And, it, and Spawn, you know, the one, another like underrated scene in this movie is with Toby. And I know you told me you loved it. Is that four seconds with him and Doc Ock? Oh my god! Yes, four seconds, man. Like that. Did you hear the man. music, by the way? Huh? The, and that's and that's what makes that that's what makes that scene so great is that soundtrack from the original yeah. Spider-Man. Anytime they play the original Toby theme or anything from the Elfman, you know, anything with that man, it's like I said it before when I said that this showed up. It's like there's so many moments in this movie where I felt fucking ten years old again, dude. With Toby and Doc Ogg, and you know, we said that they broke the uh, the meta when they were talking about how Andrew had his haters, and they were like, "Yo, you are amazing. You should tell yourself that. Be more self confident." Doc Ogg being like, "Oh, you're all grown up now." It's like he was speaking directly to the audience who have grown up with Toby. So mm. yeah, man, uh, you know, it's like it's seen even scene. just even just remembering it, dude. It's fucking awesome. Dude, seeing just seeing Toby's Spider Man in action, by the way, like like when he was just like fighting Lizard and shit like that, dude. I was like geeking the fuck out Dude, at that. It, it it's giving me chills right now just thinking about like, like the scene. Like, there's so many scenes in there. Like even like the scene with them just are, like talking about what villains they fought and like how how Toby's like I fought you know I fought a black oh yeah you know, black gooey alien before and and yeah. Andrew's guard Andrew's like wait what you have I and never Tom's fought like, an alien. <laughs> Tom's like uh wait yeah I you know I fought with I you know I fought an alien on Earth and in space and to, and Toby's mm-hmm. like. Well, I'm kind of jealous. I've never. You, I'm just kind of jealous. You've been to space, so you fought an alien in space. Like what? It's like even that. And then what? There was another scene. Oh, the Avengers scene. I thought was hilarious. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Oh, he, oh like, yeah, where he was like, th- oh, that's, that's great. great. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think Andrew Spider Man was like, "Are you part of a rock band or something?" Man, you, like, know, yeah. you know what though? I was thinking that they were gonna do an even bigger holy shit moment, and Toby was gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I was on an Avengers team before." 
And I would have been like, what the fuck? No yeah. way. He made there's a there's an Avengers team in the Raimi universe. I would have been like, give me a fucking Spider-Man 4 right now. Spawn, <laughs> Spawn, they wouldn't let that happen because they ain't letting Sony get any ideas with that. Yeah. They, ain't <laughs> letting, they are not letting Sony get any ideas with that shit. Yeah, we'll, Hell we'll talk about that. Would have been Iron Man. But but again, like to just to wrap up the three Spider-Mans, we could talk about them for oh yeah. Hours. Yeah, I feel like they're, yeah, they're gonna be present in the rest of the discussion though. Yeah, no, yeah, they definitely will be. I just want to ask the two of you's. Um, no, right now there are like, quick answers here. No, we don't have to ramble on. I think Toby's done with the character. I mean, there have been rumors that possibly maybe the two of them could come back in their own movies, but especially today, there's been a lot of the amazing Spider-Man three, three trending, and there's rumors they might bring Andrew back. I don't know if it's through the MCU or I doubt it'll be through the MCU, but hey, who <laughs> Who, who thought we would get to this point with the three of them in one movie? Yeah. So you never know. So uh, do you think we'll see Andrew Garfield or even maybe Tobey Maguire Spider-Man again? I think so. I, I, I think with the internet, man, the way that the fans get behind something and push for it. I mean, I already just saw, I saw a tweet like right before we started recording that said Sony's already and, and talks about it because of the, how much, fan service is like behind andrew garfield doing this and i feel like i could translate that that that's that i feel like if i'm speaking business-wise that is a translation for this movie made so much money and we need to do this again because a lot of this movie has broken so many box office records we need we need to get we need to get these people back the andrew garfield spider-man like fan club is not 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 the not the not they're not like the snyderverse people but it's starting to become like a big following in that sense Mm -hmm. like we're going to push until we get this shit. Like, yeah, there's people you know, who are asking for the web cut too of the first two movies. Yeah, the, the web cut. I don't want to say <laughs> the web cut of the second one is, is a pile of shit that's outside in someone's lawn or something. I, to be honest, I, I think Garfield's there just like, I'll do it. Like, and then, and then what I think they need to do is not have Mark Webb come back, have someone else take the reins of, a, of an amazing Spider Man 3 and give, and give them, they have an idea now. Like, I think Sony has an idea of what makes a good Spider-Man film off of what everything they've been doing with the Tom Holland stuff. But but the thing is, but they, they, they don't have Marvel there to baby. Yeah, them. I was going to say, it's like That's how much true. of that was Marvel and how much of that was Sony. Sony it's like Sony left, the, Sony left their own devices is Venom. And and, and 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 look and look what at what Venom's been like. Venom hasn't been good. Like, granted, the first one made a lot of money, but overseas, like I, domestically, it didn't. Yeah. But in Venom Two was not a good movie, and now you no. have Morbius. And even today, there's a rumor that Sony's talking about doing an Electro spinoff with Jamie Fox. It's like, dude, for oh, what? God. Like, what? Like, why? And, they, like, and they've got a they got a Craven movie in development. Like again, like all these heroes play off of spider-man again they're literally villains like there's some villains you could do a movie off of like mm-hmm. joker like, like joker like even joker like you need batman but like clearly they did it with joaquin phoenix and you know they played it well some people like it some people yeah. don't but no go ahead go ahead buddy so, yeah no i'm sorry to cut you off but like to just bounce off of what you're saying exactly right now i always think if the villain has can hold his own comic book series in the comic book world you can do a movie off of it because he has um, there's there's stuff to go off of. There's a lot of yeah. material. Exactly. You can go on continue. That's yeah, all no, I want. Yeah, no, there's a lot of material. Like again, like I could see like a doctor Doctor Doom getting his own movie and it being perfectly fine. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I could see Lex Luthor. Like Lex Luthor. Yeah. Like Lex Luthor could be a lot of his own thing. There's a lot. There's a lot, but like the Spider-Man villains are so 
keen on him. Like, who's Craven going to be hunting? Like, sure, if we got Craven versus Black Panther, that'd be dope, but that can't happen. You know what I mean? Like, that'd be an awesome fight, but who's Craven going to be hunting? Who? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, but that's what I wanted to ask you about that. Um, Again, shout out to Toby and Andrew for coming back. It was uh, awesome. Tom Hobbs. Uh, do, do we want to start a fan fight because we're going to end it? Should we, should we rank the Spideys at this point? Oh, <laughs> listen, I, I you, already, that, you already know my list. It goes Tom, Toby, Andrew. I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the eternal, uh, eternally stuck in my childhood. It has to go uh, Toby, Holland, Garfield. But I will say Garfield was my favorite out of these three. I feel Gar- like if, if, yeah, Garfield Gar- was awesome in this movie. Gar- Garfield was awesome. But again, like none of them are bad. Like, yeah, someone has to be like last in our list, but like it also doesn't help that Andrew got the worst of the movies. So, you know what I mean? Like, but hey, yeah. but guess what? Shit happens. Like, you play on a shit sport team, you're not going to get as much recognition because your team sucks. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. But he was awesome in this movie. Everyone was, bro, they all killed this movie from, and, the, and I love how, the, like, I know we said it a hundred times, they all played to the role of what their character was and grew to Perfect. be. Like, again, Toby was a veteran. Andrew was still that. He's the veteran, but he's still not like he's not the top. He's, like, he's not the. He's Toby. got his issues. He has. Yeah. He still has his issues, and then Tom grew into which what we got at the end of the movie. Andrew, your ranking. I I put um, I gotta put Tom up the top. I know that Spawn's gonna like you know get pissed about this ranking, but um, I gotta put Tom up there just because he's the one Spider Man that has like so many movies under his belt, and he's got to play with the character for so long. Um, but you know, after that, I got to put Tobey Maguire and then Andrew Garfield. Um, but Tom, it's just like what they say, man. It's just Tom knows how to play both roles very well. And not saying that these guys don't, because from what you see in this movie, I think they they show that they can. They they yeah, they have a lot just, of they have a lot of life to their characters. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to rank them at this point, man. Because after seeing this movie, you're just like in love with all three of them. So it's man, yeah, it, do, it doesn't it, does this movie do a really good job of making you want to see like when when Andrew and Toby with this movie? I, I know that you guys are going to talk about the suit and all that jazz and whatnot, and you guys can circle jerk over that. But like for me, I as soon as the movie was almost over, all I thought was I want to see what happens when. Andrew went back to his world, and I want to see what happened to Toby when he went back to his world. Listen, if they announce a Spider-Man 4 tomorrow and an Amazing Spider-Man 3 tomorrow, and we know we're going to get, um, I don't know what the series would be called now, the Tom Holland uh, MCU version of Spider-Man, we know we're getting that because Kevin Feige has come out and said that they're already actively in development, that we're not going to get the situation that happened after Far From Home with that ugly breakup with Tom Holland having to call Bob Iger and all that shit. They can, yeah. have, they can they can he was crying yeah he was he was drunk crying <laughs> in a pub or whatever which is awesome and it just shows how much like that character means to an actor mm. shit I, if i was spider-man like yeah you're not gonna be spider-man i was gonna say if you're spider-man and, you better fucking well, cry you well, better well, get on no. your knees and beg yeah you know why he was really crying it's like shit i just gotta go to a sony route now oh hell no <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what, yeah but, man that but that again, was like it, a little kid that was like a little kid who saw his parents getting divorced he was like fuck i gotta go with the bad parent <laughs> yeah Exactly. But again, like if three of them get a movie announced tomorrow, I'm there because this this movie just amped it up for me. But that's enough for the three of them, guys. I just want to get into something. I know we talked about some of the scenes, you know, moments. I want your favorite scene or favorite moment or give me a few. But what was you off the top of your head? What do you think your favorite moment was? Spawn, I'll go with you. Um, are we only allowed to go with one? Like one? No, no, you, you, really- you, you, you could say it. Say, say, give me a few. And then like, what do you think? Like, 
again, this could change by tomorrow. You could change your favorite moment. Tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Because at this moment, like, people, what do you think? Yeah, um, I just don't want to give people a, a wrong answer. But for me, my favorite scene was actually the one where they're in the in Happy's hotel or Happy's apartment, condo, whatever you want to call it, and Peter's spidey sense is going off, and he's like, I can't figure out where this is coming from but I know it's not good. And then as soon as he does, he figures out that the goblin is back. That was such a well done. And I know I talked about the scene with the buildup. I feel like this movie has a great sense of buildup to their, their bigger moments. Like when you see Andrew come through the portal, when you see, um, you know, the villain show up, like Electra coming back was another one I felt like was a really good built up moment. When you see, you know, the goblin, but that was especially really good because and, I, first of all, Willem, Willem Dafoe fucking, yes. oh my God, man. I, I was about to say, since you brought it up, William Dafoe, yo, I know not, like, I think Heath Ledger is one of the only superhero actors to be nominated for a superhero movie. William Dafoe should be nominated just because he was so fucking good. He was probably the best in this whole, in the whole movie. And yeah. I'm glad they, they broke the Goblin mask because then we got to see his facial reactions that when he was fighting Tom, when he was fighting Tom's Peter and he was fighting all of them and beating the shit of him in that hotel in that hotel yeah, in, in, in happy's house and that scene you brought up which was awesome i was on youtube and like they're cutting through the scenes when his spidey sense is going off there's a quick shot like the first person you kind of see before he realizes you see the foe over his shoulder like in like the back of his shoulder oh i almost slapped the shit on my mic but over his shoulder you see the foe like hinting like yeah it's probably him but again it's so quick you can't cut you can't realize it so Spawn, great scene. Continue. Yeah, yeah. And to bounce off of what you're saying, too, with that scene, man, because I love that scene, too, because that scene made you feel like kind of like this anxiety of like, what the hell's going on right now? Yeah. Because of the, the, the silence and all that. But, and that um, he's in the room with five villains that all yeah, fucking and he's trying to re rehabilitate. And you kind of had this feeling once they came into that apartment that this, something's going to happen here. But the thing that also that I love, too, was when when he, when when Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin finds out that that you know when peter's uh webs him he's like that sense of yours is always like you know like he he points out that the spider sense of his is is, is like on point and um yeah <laughs> dude like that that whole scene of him just being like that whole fight scene in that building was crazy dude they fucked yeah. him up i'm sorry to curse like that but they uh, listen no 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 yo green goblin they power bombed the green goblin yes. fucked him up dude, green, green goblin had been this movie? yeah listening to wwe there should be a, a, a powerbomb counter in this movie. There was like three or four powerbombs in this movie. I just <laughs> want to call that out there. Lizard was Lizard did one of them and 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 I and Goblin did one of them. But I know there's and, and Spidey did one of them. He did like a Canadian destroyer at one, but whatever. Let's <laughs> spawn go ahead. Give, give us some more some more yeah. moments and uh, your favorite scenes, buddy. Favorite scene. I'm trying to think of everything. I actually like the beginning a lot where it was just that initial panic of realizing that the identity was blown. I feel like that was a really good scene. Man, uh, I'm trying to pick. Man, I'm trying it to is pick a great scene. scene. Oh my fault! Oh, okay. it, is, it is a great scene because if that really were to happen here, like again, like he went down to save MJ, like to get MJ away from the crowd, right? And he picks her back up. Like he kind of like moves a lady off of him, and you hear yeah. that lady, "Spider Man hit me! Spider Man!" Hit he me. just assaulted me. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know exact now exactly what happened. Like I love how they did it because that's exactly what would happen in in real life. Um, yeah, everyone pull out a phone. Yeah, no, everyone pull out phone exactly. But Spawn, while you're thinking of some more scenes, Andrew, give me your favorite scene that you, that right now is your favorite at this like particular moment at 104 a.m. Um, 
I have to go with that that what I was talking about before with those three Spideys swinging, man. I know that's probably going to be everybody's, but every time I think about the movie, that's the first thing that plays in my head, along with the whole Andrew Garfield catch. And mind you, there's villain scenes too that I love, but it's just that every time I think of the movie, I could only I think of that one scene because it, it was just such like a great scene to me, and it made me like just feel so like I don't know, it was giddy and and emotional yeah. and for for me like there's a again there's a few scenes i could rattle off like the alt may scene literally that had me like breaking down Mm -hmm. in tears because i'm a a sucker for relationships and loved ones and stuff like that so he's a big he's a big teddy bear everybody i i am a big i'm I'm a short teddy bear i'm very short but that's beside the point um the one shot i love it's not it's one of it's it's just the shot of it when he's standing in the rain right after she dies and he's just looking at the big screen and jonah's just ripping into him you know, Spider-Man did this. Spider-Man's a piece of garbage, you know, all this stuff. And he's sitting there with the blood and they cut like a real close of his face with the blood dripping down. He's crying. And it's like like the back of him with the lights going. I, that shot was beautiful. I loved it. But mine's mine's not a simple scene, but it's just the scene that yeah. is leading us into the new MCU Spidey. When he's in the donut shop at the end and he's talking to MJ and he's going through his yes. lines and he he's thinking of everything. He's like, you know, how, how am I going to... How, how am I going to tell her, like, you know, it's like, it's me. Okay. It's I'm Peter Parker, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he, first of all, I thought when Ned walked in, I thought MJ and Ned were going to be dating. That's one. I thought, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what was going to be happening. Yeah. I thought that was what was going to happen too. He's going to get, right? you know, we're going to see that scene of them kissing and he's going to be like, oh. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But no, then he's talking to MJ and he's like, oh, he, he sees the bandana and he goes, hey, like, does that still hurt? And she goes, no, not anymore. And, and, and it, and it hits him right there. It's like, you know what? I can't put her through this pain no more. Like, I can't put them through this pain no more. Yeah. Who am I to be selfish and to just because I love her, like I know I love her, and to put her through this pain as Spider-Man, like you know, like again, what was I think in the Toby? I think it's in the Toby ones, like the villains will always come for you. They're always gonna come for you. And like they say that, like whoever it is, well, whoever loves Spider-Man, they're always gonna come for whoever loves Spider-Man. And and this movie, Tom's like, you know what, I can't put her through it. And I liked a little detail in there. MJ, like, still, like, I remember Toby goes to, to, to Tom and he's like, he's like, you know, I'm going to lose her or whatever. Or Dr. Strange, whoever says it, she goes, did she love you? Does she love Spider-Man? Does she love Peter Parker? Yeah, Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange, Strange says, like, does she love you or does she love Peter Parker? And then in, in the end, in the donut scene, she still has the Black Dahlia necklace that's broken from Far From Home. So clearly she was still in love with Peter because hey. she still has it on. Granted, she has no idea where the fuck she got it from. But... And then, yeah, and then the obviously, and then obviously, it cuts to Peter going to his new apartment and him yeah. ba- making that new gorgeous suit, which we'll talk about later. We'll fuck around with that. We'll joke around with that later. But that scene there, man, that that scene right there, just it did it for me. And then, and then when 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 the three of them were on there, when he tells them, "Yeah, like I have to do this. Like you guys are gonna forget me. This is it right here." And he hits Ned with the handshake. He gives Zendaya a hug and she tries to tell him I love him. He, she says I love you to him. He tries to say and she goes, no, no, you tell me when and you come back and get me. I was sitting there, I was like, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. I, you know what, man? It, it still wasn't enough for me. I just got to say it like that. Um, I'm so fucking glad they got rid of Zendaya. And, but you know what? I will say I will say this to, to the detriment of the film. I'm not positive that they actually got rid of Ned and Zendaya because I feel like there's an, Zendaya, an important thing. Zendaya. Z- Oh, it's in Dan. Yeah, Um, now you threw me off correcting me on the name, but um, fuck, what was I gonna say? Oh, I feel like people are overlooking that they 
subtly confirms something that people had been long speculating that Zendaya is in fact the MCU version of Mary Jane Watson because they confirm her last name is Watson in the movie. Yes, yes, they definitely did. Um, and she said she said she doesn't like to go about by with the Watson last name. Clearly, there's some I don't know if it's some like family like ties or something. Probably family because of the first but, movie. If you remember, she was in a bad household. Yes, yes, she was. But it's funny because like in this movie, Tom goes, "Oh, I thought your dad liked me." And she goes, "He does, but he's not going to like you anymore because you're Spider Man." You know what I mean? But and again, spoil. I know we talked about this offline. I was like, "Man, do you like?" Are we gonna get like we said? Are we gonna get Black Cat in the future? Are we gonna get Gwen? Or like, is Betty maybe gonna be someone for Peter now? But because I, I still think we get Zendaya and Ned in there. I think Pete, especially after this movie, they've gotten the bigger role, and Zendaya did a great job. Even the kid Jacob that played Ned did a great job. I think they're still gonna have that storyline in there where you'll run into them somewhere and somehow. I, I think with when you mentioned the necklace, <clears throat> I actually saw a whole video saying that there has to be some kind of like something in her that says to wear this necklace and that it means something to her. So there is a memory tapped into her head somewhere because from what I'm understanding about Dr. Strange's spell is that um, it's kind of like a, like a hypnotizing. So you can break someone out of a hypnotize, I think, you know, like, cause he mentions that he's like, Oh, you wanted me to hypnotize the whole world or whatever. And um, could it be that, that something maybe they are in another movie later on and something happens where it just like, you know, like it's, it's, it's that, that thing that taps into the brain where she's like, Oh my yeah. God, I, I remember something. Of yeah. It's like that dream Spider-Man. where it's like you, you wake up and you remember a part of the dream, but then it slowly <clears throat> fades out of your conscience. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, even, even in that scene that I was talking about, like one of my favorite scenes, um, when he goes, Hey, I'm Peter Parker. And she goes, hi, Peter Parker. And then when they, when he starts like kind of acting weird and it's like, he realized he didn't want to put it through it. When they cut off of him, they go back to her. She kind of has that face like, do I know him from somewhere? Like she had yeah. like, she was trying to get that recollection. Like, did I meet this guy somewhere? It, like, who is this? Like, you know what? The, I like that they left it ambiguous too because he was acting like a complete spaz. So it's possible that she's just like, this guy's a fucking weirdo. I don't want to talk to him. No, you know, it, exactly. It could be that. It could be she's thinking about who is this guy? You know what I mean? Like all this stuff. Yeah. Like, and he was asking about them going to college and, uh, and he, and he repeated one of the things that she said about the disappointment. If you never expect yes, anything, yes. you won't be disappointed. And she was like, how did you know that? And he was, he, he was, um, I don't know what he, what a bullshit excuse he made, but he did say that back to her. And another, another scene I know we haven't brought up, um, you know, with, with, with everything that happened in Hawkeye this past week with Kingpin coming up. Oh yeah. We and Kingpin, and, and Kingpin is not, bro, there's so much happened in this movie that it's so hard because it was yeah. such a quick scene, but Kingpin now has his own Twitter emoji, so it's official. No one, you can't say spoilers no more. So sorry, people. Um, we have the official confirmation, which means when we're right again, Charlie Cox again. is Matt Murdock slash Daredevil in the MCU, which is awesome and tremendous. It's just fantastic to see him back. Like I, Words when I saw him in it, I, I just I want to stand up and give a standing ovation for the 15 seconds it was. It was awesome, and especially when he caught that damn brick. Oh, yeah. I mean, when so that's the scene where I said before that I got spoiled because of you guys. And um, I remember <laughs> funny story. I was proud I was, of doing that. <laughs> yeah, like a funny story about all that was we were we were all talking like pretty late. It was like three in the morning, and we had just finished recording one of our podcasts. 
and Spawn says, hey, I can send you a video. It's not really spoilerish. Both him and Pat are both saying it's not really spoilerish. I'm like, if it's not really spoilerish, it must just be a fun scene in the movie. I'll, I'll see if it's quick because I was just so impatient. And I open it up and it's the first thing I see is Matt Murdock. And I'm just like, how is this not spoilerish? Like <laughs> to the plot of the movie, it's not spoiler. Because yeah, yeah, oh. <laughs> that was like a one minute scene out of a two and a half hour film. When I saw the movie and that scene came up, I was so mad that I knew about it. Like I was, I was so mad that this wasn't fresh eyes seeing this, this one scene. <laughs> but I'm, nonetheless, I was still, still giddy seeing it as because obviously I'm seeing it on a big screen and and I get to I get I was with people that I I they didn't see it yet, so I was just like waiting to see what their reaction was, and it was just all like, <gasps> it was just one of those, you know, and. Uh, yeah, man. It, it, what I liked about that scene a lot, too, I don't know if you guys noticed that Matt Murdock has a bruise in his eye, which kind of indicates I, that also he's been fighting crime. I don't know. Maybe he just walked into a wall or something. He is blind. <laughs> he, he is blind. Um, yeah, I thought that was going to be what you said. I thought you were going to be like, guys, in case you didn't know, Matt Murdock is blind. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but I didn't realize that until you told me which side, which is awesome to see. Um, well, 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 hold on though, because that's interesting that you say that. Because there's a there's a very particular finale coming out tomorrow or Wednesday. Wednesday. That we, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Well, this Maybe podcast we'll will, this podcast will be dropping Tuesday, so yes, yeah. tomorrow. Maybe we'll see where that bruise came from. Listen, if we get Daredevil, and again, this time I don't know a damn thing. I knew Kingpin was going to be in Hawkeye. Um, mm-hmm. I knew Daredevil. I knew Matt Murdock would be in yeah. Spider Man. Uh, I have no idea if he's in Hawkeye, which if he was and made a quick appearance, it'd be the perfect topping to this show. Um, but yeah, I, again, I love Matt. I love Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock. He killed the role. He's awesome. I'm, just happy, I'm just happy that he's in the MCU. So uh, yeah, probably scene? the best thing Marvel, probably the best show that Marvel ever did. I mean, that show, that show really can't get enough credit. Cause you know what? It kind of sucked for my, for me in my theater. He didn't really get a reaction. People were like, "Oh, who is this guy?" That was like the kind of the gist of the of the theater reaction I got. And I and I said this in the fucking one of the other episodes we did. I was like, "This is what's so good about bringing these characters back because people or kids that didn't get to see these characters are going to see how, you know, just iconic that they are." For for my theaters, again, I saw Twice Guys opening night. Both times that man popped up on screen, dude, people lost it. Granted, yes, there were some people that are like, oh, who's that? Like, you know what I mean? I had some friends, you know, that have never seen the Netflix series, and they're like, oh, who's that? And I'm like, oh, that's Daredevil, man. Like, Man, they're fucking missing out, dude. I can't even lie. Oh, no. And again, I've told them plenty of times to watch it, but, you know, it's hard. When you tell someone to watch after a while, it's like, I'm done being uh, being the head over yeah. the top. But uh, any other scenes you guys want to run through? Because there are so many. I know there's a lot here. Um, I mean, one one thing that I had a lot of fun watching was the whole Doc Ogg versus Spider-Man fight in the, when they first uh, encounter each other. Because oh, obviously we, yeah, when we saw that in the trailer, okay. we get a glimpse of it, but we get to see it in full and all of its glory. And it was a really good fight scene. Him having having Spider-Man wearing the suit with the claw, the 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 legs in the back, fighting Doc Ock was probably the best thing they could think of for that fight. Was because you know you get both people with the with the four extra arms with, coming with out the of arms, and, yeah, yeah, and I thought that that was so well done, especially when uh, Doc Ock looks at him. He's like, and he looks at his his tentacle, and he's just like, looks like we have competition. I thought that was so cool. It, it was, and I know I saw a lot of people like saying, "Oh, how could uh, 
how could uh, Spider-Man take over his 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 arms with the nano? It's like one, first of all, it's his nano. It's like that's on there, so obviously yeah. you can find someone to control it. But in Spider-Man yeah. Two, he even talks about how he's mastered nanotech or whatever. Um, yeah, and it's AI. It's it's, it's always it's, it's 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 sentient. It's like if Ultron was to you know go into another program or something. You know, and he basically, Doc Ock basically gave himself a virus. That was like the worst thing because he was kicking Spider-Man's ass at a point. I thought he was actually going to end up killing some people, which I would thought would have yeah. been like pretty, pretty interesting to see because we haven't really gotten to seeing, I, I still don't think we've really gotten to seeing where this Spider-Man has to face collateral damage. And that did happen a couple of times in the, in the previous films, which I think is interesting for the future. Because like you in Spider-Man one, you had to see where Goblin killed um, the CEOs of Oscorp with the with the mm-hmm. Goblin bomb, and, and that's always been something that's present. Is that even though Spider-Man is a hero, he can't save everybody. So I felt like they were going to introduce Doc Ock and you know really show him up with a bang by killing. I thought he was going to well, kill the the administration's uh, MIT girl. Yeah, I mean technically speaking, though, when when Goblin comes onto the bridge and he throws that pumpkin bomb, I'm sure that people died. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm yeah. Sure like, he, I'm sure he. And they left when the when the SWAT team was uh when he threw the the bombs at the SWAT cars. They oh, saw oh yeah. There was only injuries. I I'm sure plenty of people died. I mean, literally, you know, he killed Aunt May. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he killed Aunt May. And you know what? Again, like Spider Man. Again, like like we said, you. Oh, oh my mic again. Jeez, my f- Christ. Dude, you like, really got it out for your mic tonight. I know. I want to beat the shit out of him. But anyway, like you, like like you wrote before when like Spider like Toby when Toby Spider Man forgives right like Toby Spider Man forgives. Sandman, he he, you know, he wants to find that that good in people, right? And what I liked about like th- this movie, like we we know Tom, like Tom Spider Man, like he fell for Mysterio's ways, but that's all Mysterio's way, you know what I mean? That's how Mysterio is. And this one, he he trusts Aunt he trusts Aunt May to help to help Norman Osborn. This one, she tells him, you know, he's not all there. Like let's help them. Like we could forget. Like you could for like help this guy. He needs help. He's not all there. Clearly. But he needs help, and Tom Spider Man's like, you know what? Everyone deserves a second chance. Like, and I saw people on Twitter, like on social media, like, oh, Tom Spider Man, you know, he's just he's helping out idiots. Like, what an idiot! What kind of Spider Man's that? It's like, dude, that's what Spider Man's about, man. Like, yeah, even that, given that second chance, like, yeah, of course, it's a villain. Like, he doesn't know what these villains really technically done in their in their universe. He just knows they're villains of Spider Man, and it is what it is. But he's like, you know what? I could fix them and change them to who they really are, and it, it backfires on him. And, and Aunt May was. The one who pushed that forward, the, ca- the casualty. Yeah, she was. She happened to be the casualty, which that's the the life of Peter Parker, man. That's the life. Yeah, man, of I, Peter you Parker. know, that scene hit me because as soon as she gets hit by that glider, man, I knew that there was there's no way that she's gonna come back from that because, dude, that glider like she flew when when that shit hit her, like, and I knew from the second that I saw that I was like, dude, she's dead. There's no way. And when she got back up, I was kind of like. Like, what's going on? Is she going to be, like, handicapped, maybe, or something? But then, like, you know, then they show that she she was impaled. and um, Yeah, she she was delir- She was basically in the stages of blood loss. She was going uh, yeah. delirious, whatever it's called. Dude, that was crazy, because when he throws the pumpkin bomb, too, you know, we were saying in the trailer when that pumpkin bomb's going, it makes it look like to- that Tom, uh, Peter Parker's going to miss, and it's going to hit her. I thought that would have been too brutal. Um no, wow! Like could I'm you talking. imagine? Could you imagine if he would have killed her like that? If he would have stabbed her with the glider and then killed her with the pumpkin bomb? I really think that you know it's pretty bad that he killed her anyway. But you can mm-hmm. you could probably make the case, even though he was trying to obviously go for Tom, he he was trying to hit Tom. I don't think he meant to kill her, but he didn't give a shit either. But it's no, like she, how do you kill? She, she just happened to be in. She happened to be in his way. 
Yeah, and that's Gregor. what I'm saying. So, so if he would have killed it with a poker bomb, I really think he would have pushed Toby out the way and killed that motherfucker. Yeah, that, that oh, a thousand percent, a hundred percent. But again, it's like, again, like I know we keep we keep hitting it, but like he just missed catching that bomb, and it's just like that you were just an inch away, like you know what I mean? Like you he were, like smacked it, he like, like tried smacking it, and it just blew up. But she was already, she was she was yeah, she was that, she was that done for. Caught her. Um, again, there were so many fan service moments in this. There were, it was awesome. So what I want to get into now is, you know, I said like my scene, my, one of my favorite scenes is the ending when we see him get his own apartment and it's like the new beginning for the Spider-Man character. Yeah. Now in the MCU, which I, I said before, Kevin Feige has said him and Sony are not going to let this happen. We will get a Spider-Man four in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Where does MCU Spider-Man go from here? What villains do you want to see? Or, you know, with the after credit, we have a symbiote laying around in Mexico somewhere. So it'll find his way probably to New York somehow in some way. But where do we go now that we have now that Spider-Man that like that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man that we had in the originals? We have that now in the MCU living on his own, having to get a job, no one to help him. And he's he's Spider-Man in New York now. I yeah. like so I'm sorry I I, I was going to start but um no you're good I, bro I've been talking okay, cool. my ass off <laughs> <laughs> um one one thing that I I immediately thought they should do is kind of go with the route of obviously classic Spider-Man and go the route that the video game kind of goes like the the Insomniac game for PS4 where you have you know Peter also living in a shitty apartment that he could barely afford working for the Daily Bugle you know having people like Black Cat involved um having characters like maybe even Madam Web. Who knows? We can do stuff like have have Kingpin, Mr. Negative. Um, we, still, we still have Scorpion to play with. Uh, mm-hmm. There's just so much you can do with a ground level Spider-Man now. And I think having, I think having Kingpin involved as like a big baddie in the Spider-Man and w- at least one of the movies would be really cool to see. Like maybe have Kingpin and Scorpion, you know, have Scorpion be working for Kingpin. Something cool like that to keep it a little bit ground level and away from the whole cosmic and and, and way bigger than uh, what it is kind of thing, you know? And I think that's the direction they should go is kind of keep it like that, like how the video game really is. You know, he's dealing with uh, ground level villains. That, that's interesting that you bring up the video game because I honestly, and this is in my sincerest belief is that this is actually not a diversion, but this is going to be a sort of, uh, what is that? What was that word I'm looking for where it's like, it make like a subversion almost where they're going to make you think that Holland Peter Parker is going to be the main character of this, but I feel like it's going to be a buildup to where we get Miles Morales taking over the mantle. I feel like since Peter has learned, he's it's kind of gone full circle with him. I feel like we're going to start to get the establishment of him training and mentoring another character like Toby and Andrew did for him while he's trying to learn how to struggle with obviously poverty because the, the greatest Spider-Man villain of all time is poverty. So I feel like we're going to get traditional villains again. I feel like we're going to get, you know, Scorpion, uh, Rhino, Craven the Hunter probably is going to make an appearance. Villains like that. But I feel like the overall goal is going to be to set up the future Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I agree with that. We got a little mention of uh, Jimmy Fox's Electro telling Andy. Oh, yeah, the, the black Spider-Man. Yeah, I thought you were black. Um, and clearly that's like a little nod to Miles. Uh, I, I definitely think we're going to get Miles in the MCU sooner than later. They tease it in mm-hmm. Homecoming. Um, I think that's the perfect route because, you know, 
Tom Holland is is young. He could play Spider-Man for a very long time. You could tell he loves the character. But even if you introduce Miles, you could still have two separate Spider-Man movies. You could have the Miles movie and the regular, you know, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. And and also you can space them out even longer than if you really wanted to. You know what I mean? You could have a Spider-Man movie and then a Miles movie and then, you know, just space it out over across. And then a crossover between the two. You're not a crossover, but especially with um, all these, like you got the Young Avengers coming. You have all these like, like the different versions of these superheroes that we've grown up to love, like their other versions of who's taking the mantle from them. We're clearly getting them and we're going that route. So I definitely see Miles uh, definitely coming into play. But yeah, I, I think Spider-Man and Kingpin would be awesome. Maybe even Spider-Man Daredevil kind of like team up, you know, team up up movie. I think that would do huge box office numbers. But the only thing is, yes, he is going to be the grounded Spider-Man now. We see that, you know, after this movie, the past two movies have made a billion. I think the fourth one will make a billion regardless who you have in it. But they're going to want to hit another home run here. Like they don't want to fall back from the grand slam they just hit. So like, I think if you put like a Scorpion, which I'm not the biggest Scorpion fan as a villain, never have been. I don't think that's what's going to draw. So I think what they're going to start yeah. doing, I think they're going to start doing maybe multiple villains in a movie, kind of like kind of like we had, but like maybe one or two in the Spider-Man movie, even like in Homecoming when we had it with with Shocker, Shocker and, and Vulture. You know what? Though? I wanted to just say that, too, is that I don't feel that there's a villain anymore that I can say, oh, I don't like that guy, so I don't want him to show up. I mean, I fucking hated Vulture in, in the comic books before. I always thought he was a stupid, lame-ass villain, had absolutely no ba- no reason to be. He was basically that guy he, I, we're using for wrestling terms. He was a jobber. He's the guy that you send out there. He yeah. gets beaten up, makes Spider-Man look cool, and then he's off to fight tougher villains. Homecoming, fucking great villain. Michael Keaton fucking nailed that role made it probably the best version of the character by far like that is to me that is vulture now that there's there's no no contest you know what that's a great point you're right you know i'm not a big like i said i'm not a big scorpion fan we've we've seen what the mcu as the mcu and sony has done with the villains spider-man villains they've been awesome but even even other mcu villains like they took like I mean, Sp- uh, Iron Man 2 is not the strongest movie, but they took a, a villain like Wh- Whiplash and made you kind of, you know, they, they know how to take like low level villains and kind of make a big deal out of them. Well, that and even like I know in the beginning MCU are like people are like, oh, they have a villain problem. Their villains aren't great besides Loki, mm-hmm. you know, and um, but their villains lately have been fantastic. You know, even like Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which isn't the best movie, but Ego, Kurt Russell killed that role. Like he was such a piece, yeah. of, piece of shit. And and he was, yeah. yeah, that's just, that's a perfect is that he was such an evil character. I I don't feel like people give that that character enough respect no, to they where don't. they really people yeah, don't, they don't realize, realize what he was yeah people that, don't what realize he what he was actually doing and how like sick and like sadistic he actually really was because like Kurt Russell played like he was such a jolly good guy. Yeah, exactly exactly that's and that that's like the genius of the casting is that they Marvel gets these actors who you don't suspect or you don't envision as a villain or a piece or a scumbag or whatever mm-hmm. and then they play these characters and they hide behind this tr- and that was the same thing with Mysterio cast yeah. Jake Hall, and mm-hmm. you have this charming convincing actor everybody loves to see he plays a fucking well we are we all knew Mysterio was fucking evil I, I won't even front to you guys no one no everyone should have guessed no. he's a villain but but he was so convincing in his role as you know Peter's best friend his new Iron Man kind of parental guidance counselor fucking you so, know moral compass but yeah, so we 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 don't know. Like Scorpion could they could cast put Scorpion back in the movies 
And he could they kill can have, I mean, think about it this way, too. We have the symbiote back in the movies, right? We have the symbiote in the MCU. If they want to go the Eddie Brock route and, and cast a new Eddie Brock, they could do that. Or they could go a different route and have Matt Gargan be Venom. And, you know, that could be why they introduced Scorpion as, like, maybe one of Kingpin's hired uh, guys just to kind of, you know, and, they and could I do that. I know, Spawn, we've talked about it. I don't see them not casting, a, getting a Harry Osborn or... or mm, Osborn. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I feel like we still haven't gotten to these villains because I feel like that is the overall thing that people are missing with these villains, which is interesting because if there are three Peter Parkers, that means that there exists three Norman Osborns. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's an MCU Norman Osborn that we haven't seen yet. Which, which and we, So he could be... We could see Green Goblin in Spider-Man 4 for all we know. Which we, which we haven't gotten yet because they, they I forgot who they asked if there was an Oscorp here yet. Oh, uh, Norman. He goes, I, this, I went to my old house. My, the, you know, there was people in it. You know, I didn't see my son and there's no Oscorp here. You know, he could have been lying. It, well, I was going to say, he, he clearly isn't all right in the head. So he probably doesn't know. I mean, Oscorp didn't, the Oscorp right now doesn't have to be the big, gigantic, you know, uh, moneymaker yeah. it is like in the comic. It could still be an ongoing, up and coming, you know, like company that may, may get gets its big day payday in the next one or two Spider-Mans. You know what I mean? Yeah, because and, and that's another thing is that these, uh, at least with Spider-Man anyway, that the variants seem to follow a certain trajectory. It was like Uncle Ben died. He delivered the with great power comes great responsibility. And when Aunt May died, she delivered the great responsibility speech. So it's like just because it, it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean that it's not present in the universe. So Oscorp could still be like, like I said before, fucking norman could be 12 years old at this point we don't know yeah there, there's what? there's so many different avenues they can go here and that's what i'm excited about that's what i'm excited about because now we're, we said yeah. we're getting we we listen we got our team up with spider-man like and i'm sure we're gonna get spider-man and more team ups and you know we'll get tom holland and some random you know when when they're doing another avengers movie who knows i don't think that's in the plans at the moment but um yeah, yeah they don't need it so no but exactly and and they're doing their different things you have the disney plus show so I think we'll get Tom Holland a crossover and maybe another MCU project one sooner or later. But we're for now, I know we're going to get that grounded Spider-Man. One thing I want to mention too is they could throw the Prowler in to one of these movies, be, and that's how you get Miles and the whole mix. Because well, did they already do that in Homecoming with uh, Donald? Well, yeah, that's he's not, but he's prowler, not prowler yet. yet. Yeah, he's not Prowler yet, and we can see him full. Like they they might have Donald Glover come back because he's a big name. Have him come back and, and play the full role as Prowler, where you bring in Miles and you bring in that whole storyline with um, Peter Parker's and, and mix the two. And we, like you said, have both of them in the same I, world. I, I personally think the next Spider-Man we get, I think the ending or like the after credit is going to be a Miles, Miles Morales after credit. I, I thought it was going to be for this one. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought we were actually going to see Prowler or uh, Donald Glover come back and we were going to see him talk about his nephew again. I, I would have been all for it, but I think they just wanted to end it with like, th this is Spider-Man. Like we have like, Spider-Man is Spider-Man now. You know what I mean? Like he's that, he's on his own now. He has no one else. It, it, I think, you know, and you know what? I think, that's oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean, no, I was going to say, and he's also, I still think despite him saving Norman, he still has some rage in him. So the symbiote saga is definitely, oh, yeah. I, I, I think the symbiote saga is definitely going to happen. That. That would be awesome. I'd be all for that. Like you said, he still has that rage. And I know before we move on to our, our final topic here, because we've been going on for a long time, I know, but 
<laughs> there's just too much to talk about in this big movie. But I like, thought this was the last topic, but no, no, no. There's it'll, it'll be a quick one. It'll be a quick one. But yeah, yeah. that that final Spider-Man suit, and oh, we'll, we'll get it. I, like that final. I love like he homemade it. You know, he he uh, and and just him swinging in the snow, just having a good time, man. During Christmas time, which clearly have it's clearly happening around Hawkeye because it's Christmas time now. Yeah. So clearly around the same time, but him just swinging in the snowman in that new suit. I got like, especially when he was flying down to the camera when it ends. I got, I just got Alex Ross vibes from that comp, from that costume, man. Damn, what a costume, bro! Woo. Yeah, that that scene when I saw the the police scanner, I was like, oh my god, they're doing the whole like ground level, like he's back to being like Peter Parker, Peter Parker from the books, and that suit, man. The moment I saw the sewing machine and I saw the blue and the red, I was like, he made his fucking suit, and you can tell that he might've gotten obviously um, inspiration from his past costumes, but also inspiration from seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in their full on Spider-Man gear, because they, they had something in common with their gear, which is like, you know, they're kind of similar, except, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire has the little silver webbing and the different eyes, but at the same time, you still get that blue and red classic look that they made their suits because they did. And, that what that's probably what Tom Holland was thinking like you know like I'm, I'm it's inspiration from from them too and that's what you kind of get from that suit and I know uh, Spawn has his opinions on the suit as well so yeah I was gonna say I thought that his his biggest takeaway was gonna be no CGI which I also had the biggest takeaway from thank God they got rid of that shitty fucking Stark Tech CGI which is one of my biggest complaints prior to this film was that I don't understand why Spider Man has cgi in his costume mm-hmm. it's one of the it's one of the most n- baffling decisions ever even though they did even though they have a practical costume to use and i prefer hey, that one to this one my, my photo cut you off like tom holland's been posting like behind the scenes stuff and i can't wait for him to post more behind scenes stuff with like andrew and toby probably they're probably gonna wait like a little bit obviously for that because the movie's still fresh and new but yeah i've been posting yeah. him like doing like the flips outside like oh yeah i saw that touring in like the costume and stuff and my dude like just give us more of this practical costume this costume's gourd like it was the red and black one, but that one I still love that costume. And it's like, she was more of that. I do like, too. And it's like, dude, he could he, he he could do all the flips. Granted, I'm sure it's hard for him. Like, it's tight in the suit, but like, the man he could do all the flips you need, all the stunts. So like, just keep the suit practical. Get away from that CGI shit. Yeah, yeah. I I just don't understand someone as athletic as him. That is, he's basically a real life Spider Man. He did gymnastics. I think he did. I, I don't quote me on that. Or no, he did. Yeah, he, he, did. he did. Yeah. He, he was a gymnastics kid, so he knows how to do flips and whatnot. So, yeah, like you guys are saying, and I felt like that was another thing that we're not talking about. Well, we did kind of mention it, but the the fight choreography. I mean, Spider-Man oh. fought like Spider-Man. I, I, and that was another thing I said. I'm like, this this kid, well, I said this pussy, I'm not going to lie, never threw a punch <laughs> in both movies. And I, I was so glad that he was actually, like that fight scene with Norman, I, I know we said that before, in that hotel where he was just pounding his face trying to fucking... Mm knock him out was so good and uh, norman laughing in his face another great scene no it was a great that, scene. W- that took me back to uh batman joker kind of thing you know in the dark night where he's oh yeah when joker. he was in them yes. interrogating yeah yes that was awesome but guys the last and final thing i'm going to bring up you know it, oh by the way we're gonna have our snobbies next week which i have not bought up uh snobbies will be here next year our end of the year um superhero cbm rankings uh we'll give out a few awards best movie worst movie best best moments best moments i think we know which uh, movie's gonna win a lot of these 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, we do. A certain DC film that came out. Yes, but so guys, you know what? We could do, I didn't think about this yet, but we can do where does rank among your top MCU movies, but I want to hold off onto that one because that'd be a good debate for another day. So, I, I, well, I, I would like to throw in a, a small topic. Um, did you guys have any like huge issues with the story or, or some flaws or something you were like, ah, that could have been better? I, I, I mean, have, I, I, mean, I, I have two of those. I mean, like, I mean, again, every movie's not perfect. Like the the beginning was. Oh no, no. First, like the that. first, you know, whatever to get like them there and you know the box and all that. I mean, whatever. Like it wasn't like not not everything was great about the story, but. You know, yeah. To me, it had so much emotion and and stuff. I actually have one, which is weird. Go ahead, let's hear it. And (laughs) so we doesn't take mine. (laughs) No, um, I felt well before I say what I what mine is. I just want to also bring back. We forgot to mention the whole Doctor Strange and Spider Man fight. That was a pretty well. I oh okay. I was gonna say if you're talking about Strange, that was actually gonna be one of the things I was gonna complain about. Oh no, I mean what I was gonna complain about honestly was I think the dialogue of Jamie Foxx's Electro. Really? And I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you why it, it feels that it feels almost like that they gave Jamie Foxx a script to follow. And he said, like, you know, what? I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. And that's what it kind of felt like, because he felt like he was being too villainy, like kind of campy villainy. And it was just more like he felt like this power. this like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I and like, like, yeah. And while everyone, every other villain was like really like giving it their all at that, like you, you kind of get that f- feeling of like, you know, when you kind of feel for a villain. I didn't yeah. feel that with Electro. I felt like what the fuck's this guy's deal. <laughs> I felt like I he thought. was one of the. I felt like he was one of the only villains besides Goblin who was actually evil, because he was evil. Like Doc Ock, yeah. Lizard, Lizard, and Sandman, you can feel sort of a sympathy for them because of their situations. But Electro and Goblin, even though Goblin was on, controlled oh, by oh, the serum, Electro was a scumbag the whole time. He just wanted power the whole time. Yeah, exactly. yeah, but it, like, I think it wasn't the way. It wasn't even that. It was, no, it it was, was the way he delivered, delivered his lines. I, I, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. There's plenty of that, and I completely yeah. understand. All right, but Spawn, what, what do you have for us? I just wanted to say about the Electro thing. I feel like when you have such a shitty character from the Amazing Spider-Man Two, Jamie Fox can do what he wants to do. Uh, and <laughs> I did, I did it. I did enjoy him more than this. But uh, uh, I'll let you have that. Agree to disagree on that. Um, yeah, my whole thing was just the. Um, the Doctor Strange subplot, man. I, I really don't feel like they let Strange really shine in this movie. And I understand people are going to be like, well, he's a supporting character. What do you expect? But it's, I felt like it was handled so poorly about how the, they actually cast the spell because it, it just doesn't make sense to me that the only reason it was fucked up was because Peter didn't stop talking. And I felt like had he been more clear, like I just hate in movies where there's a specific instance where it's like, had he just done this, this wouldn't have happened. I hate that in movies. One of my biggest pet peeves. And the other issue I had was the 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 formatting of the final fight with the villains. Because in that in that uh hotel fight, we see Doc Ock turn good. And Electro's like, Oh, I'd liked you better when you were fucking uh fighting Spider-Man, and then he blows him out the building. He shows back up at the tower and he's fighting the Spider-Man. So I was like, why would Electro trust the guy he just knows was redeemed? And it was the same thing with Sandman. It was like, I, I don't feel like that they really handled the character. I feel like it was just there so we could see the five villains fight the, the three Spider-Men. Those are just some of my, my flaws. Well, like, the Sandman like certain... thing? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I was going to say the Sandman thing. But I, at first, I was a little confused at why he was fighting still, even at the end when the, the three Spider-Men were there. But I think it's because 
he thought in the beginning, obviously, that Tom Holland was the Peter Parker from his world, which he like, you know, gained friendship with. And um, when he found out when they when they put him in the prison and stuff, I felt like he just didn't feel like he could trust anybody. And he didn't want to go back to his world to die. So he just felt like he had to fight for his life in a sense. And I felt yeah, that like was, that was overall. Was yeah, that was overall yeah. the sense I got was that all the villains were only doing it because they didn't want to die. I yeah. just I just didn't buy like at least throw me a scene where Sam is like where, where we should have gotten a scene I hope it's a deleted scene where it's like Green Goblin is rallying all the villains he's like listen if you go back you're gonna die we have to yeah. fucking kill him right now I feel like they were I feel like that was just a scene they just didn't have in the movie but it, it could that scene could be explained through a deleted scene so that's why it's not really too major of an issue with me but it felt like they had to cut something to give us time for the three Peters which I appreciate if that is the case because it was already a long movie um yeah, no, that's, that, those are fair gripes that I can't argue with anyone. And again, anyone could have any gripes with any movie. It's, you know, some people, ah, you can't say you don't like this about the movie. It's like, dude, grow up. I can say whatever I want. Um, but another quick <laughs> thing I want to bring up is when, when, when Strange said they were coming through, did you guys see some of the silhouettes? Keep this quick. Some of the silhouettes of some of the characters, like villains. Um, like I saw Craven, I saw Rhino. I saw Scorpion right next to Craven. Yeah, I saw score. I saw all those, and I, I also saw there's one character that looks hooded, and a lot of people are saying that's Doom, but I don't think it would be Doom. It wouldn't make any sense. I think it's Gwen. Mm-hmm. You think it's Gwen Cornage? Spider. Or that? Or... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking it's Spider Gwen, and they also show Black Cat. Did that? I didn't see. I didn't see that one. Yeah. Um, see, that, that's what I like about it. Like, I caught the Craven one the second time around, which was mm-hmm. awesome. But uh, I that, saw Rhino immediately. Yeah, Rhino. Well, that's, yeah, that one you can't miss. Yeah, I was gonna say if you, if you don't know that that was Rhino, I don't think you're a Spider-Man fan. <laughs> I don't think you're like I don't know casual. But guys, real quick, where does this rank on your top Spider-Man movies? Not your MCU movies or CBMs. Your top Spider-Man movies. This is definitely my all-time favorite Spider-Man movie. I got it. I mean, who? How? How can you? I don't know. It's just I listen. I agree with you because I yeah. got all of them in one movie. I got the yeah. foe putting on the the clinic of a year in acting. Like I, yeah, I got I got I got emotion. I got everything. I got a quick cameo of Daredevil. Like this, this, this my is, is my list because guess what? Like you could say Spider Man two. You could say you know yeah. Into the Spider Verse is still up there. But like I got Tom Holland Spider Man, Tobey Maguire Spider Man, Andrew Garfield Spider Man. One movie and all three of them killed the roles. Man, this is the top of my list. Easy easy yeah exactly what you said it's like how can you it's like even if you don't like tom holland spider-man great you don't like his spider-man well guess what in this movie there's so many other things we know you'd like there's willem dafoe there's alfred molina yeah. there's you know there's there's toby Maguire. there's andrew garfield there's uh, there's just so many things that you can pull out of this movie and be like well we did deliver you what you guys wanted in a way yeah hannibal burrs came back yeah <laughs> like <laughs> Dude, they 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 really just it was just fan service all over like cr- across the board. I got three words for you guys. Uh, style over substance would would be my overall feeling about this movie, and I put that on my post. And for that reason, I have it solidly third place. It is defi- That is the cutoff for the the Spider Man films that I acknowledge. Basically, like if I had <laughs> to only watch Spider Man movies, it would be Spider Man Two, Into the Spider Verse, uh, this No Way Home. Everything else I can take or leave it. Maybe Spider-Man. To be honest, though, on there. I respect your three though because those are three fucking amazing Spider-Man movies. No pun yeah. intended. 
<laughs> yeah, I see, what you, I see what you did there. Oh, but yeah, no. Where this movie was like, okay, it's an event film. It's kind of like how people, how certain people are, are comparing like Endgame to The Winter Soldier, where it's like, if you're a person who enjoys characters interacting and, and giant fight scenes and whatnot, you're going to go for Endgame. But if you're like, I'm not trying to sound like a fucking snob or someone, you know, like a, a dork I mean, or whatever. Are, yeah, that's what the podcast is, is titled. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to be like, well, my taste is superior because it's much deeper than yours. I don't want to come off like that. But uh, like, if you Spider Spider Man uh, name right there, superior. Yes. Yeah. Are we just yeah, throwing them all there? This, this is we're, spectacular. We're this has become yeah. the the ending of the pun. But guys, that is going <laughs> to this is wrap. ultimate. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is the ultimate podcast right here. No, guys, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this uh, this long long winded great. Great oh, talk don't, because do we want to give a, just a general final review of it? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah with Pat it, and his amazing it, friends. Spawn, <laughs> <laughs> like, give us your final quick, final quick review. Final quick review. Um, if you're like these guys said before, if you're a fan of Spider-Man, I'd say go see this movie. Um, if you're not even a fan of Spider-Man, I feel like you should go see this movie. This is probably the most fun I've had at a theater in a while. This is just a fun popcorn flick. Um, so for that, yeah. Uh, I would say overall seven point five, eight. I'd say I, I, I think like, it, like it's a, better than a seven point five, my man. The way you've talked about it, I think <laughs> an eight is what it deserves. Andrew, go ahead. Well, man, you know if Stan Lee and Steve Ditko were here today, they would. Well, I don't. They probably would have. They would be fighting it. because they would, <laughs> they would say that they ripped each other off. <laughs> no, like no. I mean, it's just. Dude, this movie was just beautiful. I think it was just like special. It was special to me and it's special to a lot of people, you know, like because it's just you get so many things that really bring back nostalgia. Even it's like you get to see your life of Spider-Man growing up. It's like, you, you know, you saw Toby, you see Andrew and you see Tom. And it's like you get I saw all three of these guys growing up and seeing this all unfold in one movie. It was just huge movie it was blockbuster it, it they did it well because it's really hard to have this many characters in one movie and do it well and they did it they like knocked it out of the park i gotta give this i gotta give it a 10 out of 10 i'm sorry it's 10 out of 10 for me it gets 10 out of 10 for me too i don't care what anyone says i love this movie and guess what i'm not a film reviewer i i don't sit there and write like you know i'm, I'm a i work for the hollywood report or anything man i just love this movie this movie was so much fun it was the most fun I had a movie in a movie in a while, probably since Endgame. Um, yeah, man, this movie was so good, man. So much emotion, just so much fun, so much good action. Uh, the, the movie was just great. Like, and I can't wait to for it to come on DVD so I could buy it, rent it, do whatever. And like, Spawn, you don't, you don't, you don't have like, sure, if you've seen all the Avenger movies and you know MCU movies, sure, of course it's gonna help. But like, you don't have to really be a no. MCU head to really watch this movie because it's more fan service to you being a Spider-Man fan. And if you just seen the Tobey Maguire one fans, the Tobey Maguire movies, you're going to be satisfied when you see him show up. So go check this movie out. I mean, everyone's pretty much checking this movie out. Uh, this movie's making going to make over a billion very, very, very soon. Yeah. COVID so, be damned. Omicron be damned. Yeah. Omicron be damned. Spider-Man takes over. Andrew standing up like an idiot on his bed. Like he's Spider Man. Meanwhile, he has he's like saluting. Meanwhile, he has like <laughs> saluting the review. He has, meanwhile, he has like a shocker-looking uh, sweatshirt on. Um, <laughs> but so guys, that, guys, that's gonna wrap it up for this week of the comics. Now we will be back. I hope everyone has a happy holidays, a merry Christmas. 
hey, Christmas again. Christmas or not Christmas, buy yourself a comic shop shirt or mug. For Andrew, for Spawn, I'm Patty V. Have a good night and happy holidays, everyone.